0: hey i'm dan and i'm zach and we are
1: fiery Fiery friends Friends. and this is episode 31 coming in hot the gang's back together after dan was in colorado yeah both of us did podcasts last week (laughs) i did one that was more traditional and then dan we decided
0: to do a little uh
1: react. Yes, our first ever Fiery Friends React dropped on your feeds on like Tuesday. Check it out. It's just Will and Ashley and Dan and Ellie reacting to episode 30 with me and Izzy. So you get to hear all six of the iconic Fiery Friends at one time. It's true. Dang. It's pretty great. That's kind of primo. Yeah, and we might be bringing you more fiery friends react episodes in the future so get excited because there might be more (gasps) yeah Um, but anyways dan are you ready for today's episode yes i am yeah so if you guys remember from the last time we spun the wheel two weeks ago (laughs) our wheel landed on stories behind songs. songs so for this episode me and dan we're both gonna be sharing about Seven songs, because we do the rule of sevens on this show. Exactly. And we're going to share seven songs and the stories behind them. Now, what we mean by that is like, you know, everybody in life, you listen to some songs, you know, through the years from your babyhood to your adulthood, <laughs> you, you, you get some songs in your ears. And when those songs get in your ears, sometimes it happens in a moment that you never forget. It's a moment where there's a story behind that song. In your life. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So now, we're just gonna share with you guys some songs that were in those moments, and there were stories behind them, in our lives. So, Dan, are you ready for this? I am. You ready to go three and a half hours? Let's go. to the toe. <laughs> nah, nah, I don't think we're gonna get that far. I don't far. think we're gonna make it with two people. And yeah, yeah, Ellie and Izzy really helped. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do like a five person to beat our record one day, but... Yeah my man. Alright, well you wanna you wanna kick us off or do you want me to
0: do the honors? Ooh, I got I got something burning in my soul. Alright, Dan. What is the song burning in your soul? The song burning in my soul comes from a classic green ogre movie. Oh it's
1: from a movie. It is.
2: It's from the movie. <laughs> It's from somebody sure. once yeah, told me the world, world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. shed. He was looking kind of dumb, dumb with a finger and a thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. So the song is
0: I'm a believer. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was not All-Star?
0: Oh, it is All-Star. I wrote the done wrong. Never mind, it's All-Star.
2: Oh, really? Yes. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Wait, is it I'm a Believer? Yep, nope, it's All-Star. Are you sure? Yep, the song you were just singing. <laughs> That's the song that gives me happy memories.
2: Really? hmm <laughs> It's not when I saw her face, bye, 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 bye. I'm a believer. No, I like that song too, though. <laughs> okay, tell, uh, us, tell us the
1: story behind the story All Star. The story behind All Star. In
0: your life.
1: In my life.
0: Yes. Okay, so the first time I watched Shrek, this song just kind of came out and slapped me in the face. And I was like, man, where has this song been my entire life? Yeah. <laughs> it was just the most catchy thing. And I was I was in a trance, and I wanted to learn all of it. So I think this is the first song I ever learned all the lyrics to. So was it I, All Star? Oh yeah, wow! That's why that's why it's got a special spot in my heart. And I'm yeah. song, I just this song, it is. I spent like many many days the summer I listened to the song during watching Trek. Yeah. And I just heard it a bunch, and I was like, I know all the lyrics, even the third verse that nobody knows. Right. So, like, it got drilled in my head, and now, like, I sing it, and I'm like, man, I know all these words.
2: Yes. And I, like, I like
0: doing sing-off battles with people, because a lot of people know all the words <laughs> of this song somehow, because it was just that good. And I don't know, I specifically remember this one time <laughs> where I think I just needed motivation in life. Yeah. And it was me and my best friend at the time, Blake Patrick. Oh, good old Blake. Yeah, he's a classy, classy boy. Yeah. And we were back in grade school. Mm-hmm. We were in gym class. Yeah. So it was probably like, it was one of the slightly earlier grades, because the song was still pretty fresh. Yeah. And we were tasked with the task of running a lap around the field, and I was like, I'm not feeling a lap around the field. Ugh. But we started singing All Star. Yes. While jogging.
1: Yes. Which really hard
0: to do. I'm not going to lie. Singing while you run is like very difficult.
1: Yeah, that's kind of a challenge. It wasn't easy. But But I just remember,
0: like, it lifted our spirits so much. (laughs) Like, we were just singing all-star and just jogging around the field. And I had this huge smile plastered on my face. And it was a beautiful sunny day, and the grass smelled really nice.
2: That's inspiring. It
0: was just very iconic. And I was like, man, this song brings back, for some reason, just the happiness of, like, the vibrance of that run. And every time I've sung it since then, it's just been just something amazing. And the song has come up a lot of times in my life because it's a popular song,
1: right? Yeah, and it just
0: pops up a lot. And I love getting to play it at weddings now as a DJ because I'm just like, man, I got classy memories with this song. Yeah. Sometimes it's that part of the night where people are ready to just do a sing along song and not even dance and just kind of like enjoy it and run around. It's
2: just a fun time, I'm man. Like, We're
0: throwing on All Star by Smash man. Who doesn't love that song? I know. So that song just like it
1: just hits deep, and I just love it so much yeah man that is a good way to launch this off just happy memories honestly so happy ah coolness I love that song too man and I I remember that one time you were singing it with Ellie you guys were like yelling it in each other's faces oh
2: yeah and
1: like if you look at a picture of it it looks like you're fighting but you're actually just vibing to smash (laughs) mouth I know I think it's hilarious whenever my
0: fiance Ellie and I like passionately (laughs) sing songs toward each other yeah it looks like we're yelling at each other because we just get really loud in each other's (laughs) face and sing the lyrics in like in like a loud way yeah so it looks like you're yelling but you're actually but really just singing and vibe you're sharing the love (laughs) it's true it's like a really good love connection (laughs) but the camera makes it look like we're fighting
1: yeah the camera doesn't
0: know which I think is hilarious yeah I've never fought with anyone so I'm like this is just very interesting
2: yeah (laughs) this is what that would look like true (laughs) scary
1: yeah, but you're not about that life, that fight life. Hey, I'm not doing no fight life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. I love that song, too.
2: All-star! All
1: right, you ready for my first song? What's your song number one? It's also from a movie. <gasps> you have a movie song? Yeah, but it's, it's a different kind of movie than Trek. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched this movie in seventh grade, back at my old Lutheran school. And when they were playing this movie, I was like... I honestly I heard about it and I was like this sounds like the stupidest thing because like so basically like I think our, our seventh grade class had one like a, you know they won like one of those parties where it was like okay you guys get to skip class for the day and eat popcorn and watch a movie
2: and yes, like everybody
1: that's the best deal. yeah and everybody had to vote for what movie to watch and they all voted for this movie and the movie was called Soul Surfer yeah that's right and i was just like this sounds dumb like that was that was how i went into the movie i was just like i wanted the other
2: movie to win like why are we watching this dumb movie
1: like that was that was that was my thoughts going into this movie right and like back this this was like back at lutheran school was before i really knew jesus that well so it was kind of like it was more of a rebellious time of my life where i was just you know i was just doing a lot of stuff online on the internet and didn't really have a lot of in-life friends, so I was just going to school and I was like, I just wanna have one good moment in school where I get to watch the movie I want. And they're like, no, we're gonna watch this movie. So I went into the movie with just this negative attitude, right? Right. But then as we went into the movie, it just like it blew my mind because it was deep. Have you seen deep. that movie
0: Soul Surfer? I have, I like Soul Surfer. A it's lot. a freaking deep movie,
1: cause basically the whole movie is based on a true story of this girl named Bethany Hamilton, who she has her arm bitten off by a shark. a shark, Man. And then basically her whole life turns to crap. But then eventually she learns how to surf again, even with one arm. So then that's like where she's a hero. But, hero. but like there's that whole period of time where she's like having to deal with, oh, I might never get to fulfill my dreams. And it's super deep, yeah. right? But like, so anyways, this isn't a movie podcast, though this is a song podcast. And the song from the movie, that was, like, one of my first, like, big Christian songs that spoke to me. Because, like I said, like, back at Lutheran school, for the most part, most Jesus stuff just went over my head. It wasn't, like, sunk to my heart. So this was, like, one of the first times where, like, a deep Jesus song, like, really sunk to my heart. Mm. And so... Um, So, right at the beginning of the movie, they have Bethany Hamilton like coming out from like her surfing session. She's going to like church on the beach with her family. That's right. And like they're having church on the beach. And as they're at church on the beach, they're singing this song. And it's called Blessed Be Your Name. And they're Mm -hmm. just singing like,
2: Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back back to praise Him when When the darkness darkness closes in long still i will say blessed be the name of the lord
1: and yeah yeah you get it you get the point that's that's the song it's pretty good and then like there's the one part of the song which is really deep where it goes
2: you give and take away
1: and it talks about how like god he gives us amazing things in our life but he also takes away things in our life and that's just like that it's kind of like really important amazing foreshadowing because like they sing it in the movie right before she loses her arm so it's like so like from a storytelling perspective i'm like this is great like it, it, it makes perfect sense they sang this song and then she lost her arm so like from a storytelling perspective it hit me but then like on a personal level like it just connected with me in a different way to just like be reminded like you know, that we can sing God's praises even when we're losing things in life. And, like, another big point of that movie is they talk about Jeremiah 2911, which mm. is, used to be one of my favorite Bible verses where it just says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And, like, they really go into that verse in the movie, too. And so between that verse and then this song of just being reminded, like, that we can sing God's praises, like, even when, um, even when it's hard. Like, that just absolutely... Touched me so deep and like when I ended up learning piano a few years later like Blessed Be Your Name was one of the first songs I learned because I was just like I just got to know this song because it's so good and it's just like it's a good one I sang it in Africa a lot too in some villages and we had a good time with it so Blessed Be Your Name it's like one of the ones that goes all the way back for me I love it it's one of my favorite songs and it's touched me ever since that movie in seventh grade that I didn't even want to watch but you know how God redeems those moments (laughs) So, he's a good guy. It was a good song. I love it. What a song.
0: Dang. That song's so good. I really love that song a lot, too. And that movie's just... It's good, and I miss it, and I want to watch it again, honestly. Yeah. So, is <laughs> one of those classics.
1: It's just so prime, bro. Ah, uh, maybe we should watch it after this podcast.
2: Oh, I love that movie. So <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> mm. Yeah.
1: But anyways, Dan, what's your second song with a story? My number two
0: story with a song, song with a story is... This one brings it... This is basically the same time period of my life, maybe slightly ahead. Okay. We're still still back there a little bit. Yeah. And,
2: uh... It's the Great Adventure. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, that's like that one song.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. I've heard that They time. brought
1: it back in Camp Owego yeah. right recently. Yeah, the, the, the Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really catchy, honestly. It's a super
0: catchy song. And it, I remember I heard that, and it took me way back when. The first time I ever heard the song was at this random camp called, like, Phantom Lake Ranch Camp or something. Ooh, that's fancy. And later on in life, I almost was a counselor for them one summer. You almost counseled for a camp. I thought about it. I was like, that sounds kind of fun. I get to just, like, go... Hang out with camp kids and be a counselor and just chill with the people. And then I ended up doing something else. I forget what, but it didn't happen. Yeah. But anywho, this song was like, it was the theme of the entire camp. This yeah. This one time when I get when I went to this summer camp. And it's the only time I've ever been to a week-long summer camp besides Spencer Lake.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Like, the rest of my life, I've always gone to Spencer Lake, which has been, like, the super most amazing time. Mm-hmm. And I love getting to go there. It's Assemblies of God, and it's all your church friends and stuff, and you get to go see people you don't see throughout the rest of the year. And that camp's super awesome. Right. I think Spencer Lake's probably a cooler camp than the Phantom Ranch uh-huh. Lake Camp. But this one just hit me hard because, like, the Great Adventure was the theme of the whole week, and it was all about, like, starting your great adventure with the Lord. Yes. And we would sing this song every day, and it was kind of like a cowboy theme kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it was just the most amazing time, and I just really enjoyed it. And, like, I'd get into it and do all the the motions and stuff. It was one of those, like, nice motion songs where you could sing along and do the motions and dance along to it. And I got really involved in it, and I was like, whoa, this is the great adventure. I'm totally in on this. Uh And then, like, everything we did that week was just, like, adventure-themed. And it brought me back to to this one time where I had, like, a low, low where i got gotten sunscreen oh, in no. my eyeballs. <laughs> in your
2: eyeballs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had
0: sunscreen on my face, and then I either sweated a bunch or I was in the lake or something, and then it trickled into my eyes, and I just oh. couldn't take it, man. So oh. my parents had to come pick me up because I just wasn't feeling it.
2: Oh, no. But it was just
0: like, I felt like the grace of the Lord that day because I was like, man, I don't feel like living anymore because this is really painful. Oh, it was I, that I, it, was, it was bad. I, I used to be very... Uh, not risk to pain.
1: Is that why you don't wear sunscreen anymore?
0: I don't do sunscreen anymore.
1: Yeah, I hate sunscreen, honestly. It smells weird. It sucks. It gets kind of I'd rather have somebody burn so I can peel them. Exactly. I like peeling people when they <laughs> burn. <laughs> I don't
0: mind the tanning after the burning point.
2: Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's, it's way better it's than, a good than putting thing. on this
0: gross screen
2: that and can, it get can get in give your you eyes. cancer and stuff. Yeah. So many random things. Ugh.
0: But yeah, the great adventure was just like that just stuck out to me and it was just really interesting because that was like a little bit of a transition period of my life like yeah. 5 years after that I was like off of my own, having my own car driving places and I felt like an adventurer yeah. and a couple of years later I got into hiking and like going on crazy adventures myself right so I feel like this song was like a launching point of my life to transition from just kind of like being a bystander in life to going yeah. out and taking it by the reins of being an adventurer and like going and seeing what what the Lord has created in this world to go see, like all of his right. creation. Dude, it just like set the stage for your
2: entire life.
0: I know, I was like, this is cool. And eventually we won't have Firefly Farms and Ministry. And I feel like The Great Adventure would be just a really cool song to play there because it's going to be out on a, on a farm with a barn. Yeah. And it just seems like a very, very aesthetic theme for The Great Adventure to come back and play another role in someone else's
1: Dude, life. Dude, yes. Bring it back at Firefly Farms.
0: Mm hmm. Ah. It seems like a forever song. So that's why I love the great adventure
1: yeah it's honestly super catchy i honestly never really heard it growing up until that like that netflix movie came out and i didn't even watch the movie but like like it would just i've literally like that movie was like playing in the background like four times in my life in the last year and like every time it's playing in the background i don't care until that song comes on and i'm like well maybe i should watch this movie and then after the song there's just like the cheesy teenage romance and i'm like oh i'm out <laughs> but like that song i'm always like dang maybe i should watch it The song's the best that song is so good <laughs> Ah, it's incredible, dude. So good. Freak. I love it. Man, that's good. All right. What about you? What's your number two? You ready for my second song? Well, it's a song that I heard it for the first time. In your presence, Daniel. Oh, my. Because this happened in 2014. Okay. It was the dawn of my time at Epic Student Ministries. Wow. That fall. What
2: song is it?
1: The fall had come... And I decided, you know what? It's a good year to join the Epic Leader team. I've been here for like three months. It's time to be a leader. So, there you go. I was like, all right. So, I called up Pastor Connor Manning, or whatever. You know, I don't know why I'm pronouncing this so bad, but Patrick Connor Manning, <laughs> our favorite youth pastor of all time. He's an amazing youth pastor. The best. Yes. Um, I called him up. I was like, I want to be on the team. And he's like, all right. So, I got my interview got on the team, and then they were like, all right, so we're going to do this this thing here. We're going to have a leader retreat. All of us leaders, we're going to retreat, <laughs> and we're going to go and have an adventure together. So all of the leaders were, you know, we had like this retreat weekend. We were having all this deep Jesus stuff happening, and then all of a sudden Connor was like, all right, guys, I'm going to tell you what we're about to do tonight. We're about to go. To an underground church. Oh my goodness, I remember this moment. And everybody in the room was like, Huzzah!
2: What? Isn't that only in China? We were (laughs) were like, they have those here? We didn't know what was happening.
1: And then he was like, yep, and now, you all are going to be blindfolded. And we're going to take you out into the vans, and we're going to drive you to the church. So, everybody, no talking until we get there. And that so, was
0: crazy.
1: And so it was like this intense moment. All of us, we couldn't speak and we couldn't even see. Actually, I don't even know if we were blindfolded. I might have made that part up. But it felt like <laughs> I we, were we were blindfolded. I don't remember. We were quiet. I felt like I was blindfolded. Being quiet It's
0: like being blind.
1: I was in the dark. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> and so so they took us in these vans and they drove us out in the darkness to like this random field in the middle of nowhere. And then they were like, all right, guys. And so there was, like, someone signaling in the field, like, shining a flashlight. And they were shining the flashlight in the field. And then we were just, like, waiting for the signal. And then when the signal came, then you were allowed to start walking. And we were like, dang, this is so intense. (laughs) And so, like, we were just following the signal into the field until eventually, like, all the signals led. And we ended up in this garage. And it was actually Courtney Delapa's garage, (laughs) one of our youth leaders. But... You know, they made it seem like an underground church. for This the, is the underground church. They were like, they were they were trying to make it all like super intense so that it felt like extreme. And like the whole time, like in our hearts, we're like, are we going to get killed for our faith? Like, you know, just they, they were trying to make us feel that way. So like we were like serious about it. You know, get in the feels of like what it's like to sneak into church mm-hmm. in the back alleys. So anyways, we got in there and that was when the song happened. The song I'd never heard in my life before was like what Courtney DeLapa was singing. And shout out to Courtney DeLapa, because she's like literally the best singer on planet Earth. Like, I swear <laughs> she's amazing. I remember really good. whenever I would walk into a youth group and she would be on stage, I would be like, that's amazing. Praise the Lord for this voice. But anyways, but in the garage, she was singing. And when she was singing, the song she was singing that day was, um, it's called Broken Vessels. And like, the reason Broken Vessels always stands out to me is because it's attached to that moment. It's attached to that moment of just, like, coming into church, like, getting this feeling of what it's like to come into church in a place where you're not allowed to worship. And, then like, the lyrics of that song, Broken Vessels, it's basically just Amazing Grace. Like, the old school Amazing Grace, except, like, made cooler and more, like, modern. So, (laughs) like, you can vibe with it more. And so, like, and it just, like, it's the beautifulness of just realizing, like, yeah, we're broken. We're people who need Jesus so deeply but yet he, like, is so gracious to give us his love. And so, like, in that moment, in that, you know, that underground church simulation, like, and, like, you know, the whole idea of going underground, too, is just, like, the idea of, like, going deeper in the upside-down kingdom of God. And there were so many different things happening that night. Like, I saw that leader retreat. It was so good. Oh, my gosh. Pastor Connor, we love you. But mm-hmm. but But that song was, like, the thing that, like, really topped it off for me and that whole night i just remember encountering god in such a powerful way like and then that song just really stuck with me and then a few years later when i learned piano like this was like the first song i learned on piano like i learned this song and then here i am to worship were like the first two songs i ever learned on piano in my cold garage in november like i remember dan would even go out there and like he'd try to help me learn like the two basic chords to start with and like that was like the good old days like learning broken vessels on the keys it's still, like, one of the best songs. I still It's like the song, like, if I'm going to teach someone piano, I'm like, Broken Vessels, because it's just, like, it's simple. It's deep. It connects you with the Lord. Come on. It's just the song. So, Broken Vessels, I will always love that song so much. It's so good, and it reminds me of that one day we snuck into Courtney's backyard. So, it was pretty great. I'll never forget it. So good. Oh, I love that
0: song so much too. Yes. And that day we snuck in was super crazy and like being like really quiet in a car. Yeah. My boy Jay Kins was driving my car and he was like Yeah, it's quiet. like they you could not talk if you talked.
1: Like it was like you get kicked out of
2: church or something.
1: Yeah, It's like dang, if I talk, everything explodes. Yeah they we're just all
2: done. came over.
1: They made it seem so serious. like I actually was like, are we gonna get shot? Like I thought I thought they were taking us to an actual underground church. I know I was like this is
0: too <laughs> legit.
1: What it was so cool. It was literally amazing. Ah oh, that was such a good idea. 10 out of 10. We'll do it again. But anyways, Dan, what's your number three song? My number three
0: song, brother? I'm going to have to go with a classic. How we love. Oh, baby.
1: yep. How he loves. And we only have one kind of love. It's the sloppy, sloppy wet white kind line. of love. <laughs> all of you unforeseeners, turn off the podcast. You don't deserve to listen to us. You need your sloppy wet love. It's all about the sloppy wet kiss, folks. But Dan, tell us why you love the song. Oh my god. What's the story? What's the story? The story behind how he loves for
0: me. Oh, it's, it's like a multi-parted story. Yes, this, I love this that. This song is another song that's carried throughout my entire life. Ah, uh, And it's yes. a staple. Anytime I'm going to lead worship somewhere, this song is like the first thing that comes to mind.
2: Yes. And
0: it's just like, it's so simple. It's really passionate. I think... The, the main thought I have with this song right now, these days, is that I wanted to te- teach Ellie how to play piano. Yeah. And I was like, let's do a song that sounds really freaking cool. Yeah. Like, it's got cool sounding, like, da 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 like, it's got fun stuff, uh-huh. but it's really simple, and it's just a little, you put your hand in one spot, and you can do it really easily, but once yeah. you get it down, it just, it sounds cool, and you can, like, blow people's minds with it. Right. So I was like, I'll teach her how he loves. Ah. <sighs> so she got into it and she was practicing it so hard and she got both hands down like way too quick and I was like this is impressive yeah so she was playing it over and over again so a whole house that just filled with How He Loves for a few days and people are like this is too much
2: yes this is too much How He Loves what are you doing
0: <laughs> so good so I just I love that the song reminds me of an opportunity of teaching and a teachable moment yeah like I like how you've got your go-to with Broken vessels. and teaching people to play piano I just love teaching how he loves yeah because like I love singing along to it and it's the key of C which is super simple and everything about it I just think is like so nice and you can even like you can grow with the song too yeah to get better at it you can do like octaves in your right hand and it gives it a whole new life to it right it's really hard but it's very satisfying it's so powerful and every time I go to these worship concerts, it's like one in three, they play How He Loves. Really? At different, like, random worship events I go to. Just for the heck of it. because I feel it's like it classic. pops up a lot of the time, because it's a classic. Yeah. So it's always like, uh, uh, are they gonna do Sloppy Wet or Unforeseen Kiss? And then if they don't do Sloppy Wet, we do it. Exactly. <laughs> and we I, shout I so loud. So loud. And so when I used when I used to be like really into like different stories and stuff on Snapchat and Facebook and whatever. Yeah. Anytime how he loves it pop up anywhere, I would immediately be ready for the moment, and I'd record yeah. it and see what happens, and then I'd send it off to people and be like,
2: "They're doing it wrong," or like, "These guys are the best." They are right.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like fifty-fifty. Some places I like, just don't know it, and then some places you're like in the zone. <laughs> so good
0: but it's true the loads Kisses are sloppy wet I feel like they are not unforeseen I feel like they are very evident and all around and just passionate
2: <laughs> like what this is crazy yeah
1: it's just, it's just more fun to say. Too.
0: <laughs> it's also like the first song I ever learned on guitar too yeah really wow so like I figured it out on guitar and it was a song that gave me confidence to like stand and put the guitar on a strap and like walk around and sing it out and get people to sing along because people yes. just love to sing along to the song Mm -hmm. So, like, this song is just really a huge part of my soul is attached to it. And I love sharing it with people and getting to sing along with people. And it's really cool when people understand the sloppy wet part. Because this one time, Zach and I Mm -hmm. (laughs) decided to write an entire little mini song just about the sloppy wetness of it.
1: Oh, yeah. That was a long time. Dang, I don't even remember the words of that. I think it was for Katie
0: Vogt. I think it was yeah yeah. It was for our friend Katie, and I think she just didn't. I think she was like the most adamant against sloppy wet. Yeah, she, she was really,
1: the one who was the most not she's liking like, it. Of I only, like you
0: know. the original unforeseen. I'm like I like the original sloppy wet. <laughs> <laughs> so we wrote a song just for her to like
2: inspire her to like the sloppy. Oh yeah, wet. I was like sloppy wet. <laughs> There is no love like this Or something Yeah, it, it was nice it was Oh, and then dank. we were
1: like Dank, moist smooch yeah. Or something And we like We like basically like Came up with a bunch of like we Parallels of for Sloppy White, for kiss. Sloppy white
2: kiss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> So that just always Makes me laugh I'm like, that was a good time I
2: remember
1: Dude, doing Dude, we that need that to publish thing. that song I have to remember the words <laughs> We'll have to find that out yeah. For people to hear. That one was literally iconic. Oh my god. But yeah, How He Loves is a bunch of iconic moments in my life.
0: Yeah. And I will forever treasure that song.
2: Ah.
1: Uh, yeah, that needs to happen. We need to bring that back. Oh my gosh. Yes. So good. Oh my gosh. Dan, I love that song. I love that song too. Ah! <sighs> Jesus, man. I don't know how I'm going to follow that, man, with my next song. But. It's alright, I'm still gonna do it anyways. <laughs> okay. Alright, so this next song... So, I made a list today of, like, 25 songs that, like, I might talk about in this podcast. And, like, this song, I actually mentioned it two podcasts ago in our kids Show podcast. And, like, I was like, I could leave it out, but it's, like, it's a song that just... It Touches me too much that I have to talk about it again. Okay. And you probably don't know it because it's from My Little Pony. <laughs> so I just I just have to be honest, guys, because like, you know, most of my songs today are all worship songs. But like, there's also something really powerful about a song that isn't a worship song that like God can speak to you through. And like, I've had a bunch of those. Like, another m- song I thought about talking about today was "From Now On" from The Greatest Showman. Oh, I love that song. But like, you can hear me talk about that in episode 18 where we talk about the Greatest Showman songs. But, but like, I wanted to talk about this one again, because, like, you know, I didn't talk about My Little Pony until, like, three hours into that podcast anyway, so you probably didn't hear it. And also, it's just a song that I love. So, the song is called You'll Play Your Part, and it happens in the, f- the season four finale of My Little Pony. And basically, the reason I love it so much is because, like, season four of the show is all about Twilight Sparkle, who's, like, the main character. And, like, she's just become, like, they basically just, like, promoted her a princess for, like, no reason. Like, she's just like, you're a princess now. And she's like, yeah! Wait, what does that mean? And so, like, she's basically a princess, but, like, she has no idea what it means to be a princess. And mm-hmm. so, like, the way that that parallels is, like, in the time in my life when I was watching this finale and, like, really was in this season of life and hearing the song, I was in, like, a season of life where, like, I was just learning what it is to be a child of God. And, like, you know, as children of God, God calls us to be... Like, princes and princesses of his kingdom. Like, we are sons of the king, princes of the king. And so, like, so hearing this song, it's called You'll Play Your Part. And, like, the first half of the song is just Twilight singing about all of these insecurities she has Mm. about becoming a princess. Like, you know, like, she's saying, like, the first line just goes, it isn't that I'm ungrateful for everything that I've learned and all the journeys I've taken and the lessons I've learned. But, like, I wonder where I'm going now and what my role is meant to be. And I don't know how to travel to the future when I can't see it. And it's just, like, you know, it's just, like, this big, deep message about just, like, the reality of, like, self-doubt, not knowing, you know, I know I'm a child of God, but what does that actually look like in my life? And so, like, that's, like, the first half of the song. But then the second half of the song, like, after Twilight, like, laments and sings how she doesn't know who she is, then they have her mentors come in and they start singing, like, just songs of comfort to her and just being, like, like you know, sometimes it's hard to not know your destiny but, like it's okay because like eventually you're gonna play your part you're gonna find out what your purpose is and in the perfect time like you're gonna figure out who you're meant to be and like it's just like this song that like it makes me cry every single time I sing it because it just like it speaks to my heart and like you know no matter how mature you are in your faith there's always part of you that's like you know it's so crazy to think about the big picture of like you know like what am I supposed to do for God's kingdom what is my role in his amazing plan like and how am I gonna fulfill the purpose he has for my life? And so that song just always hits me there so deep every single time I listen to it. And so much so that like back in back in my sophomore year of high school, when I was like making YouTube videos and like got famous like in my high school. And by famous I mean like maybe like a hundred views, but like but in my hey, high school, everybody famous. in my high school everybody knew I was like the guy who made YouTube videos on my old channel, Fiery Zack Attack. <laughs> Back in the day. Hey, the guy who
0: makes the YouTube videos.
1: Yeah, and I used to give, like, shout-outs to people in my YouTube videos all the time. But, like, I decided, like, I wanted to just sing this song, You'll Play Your Part, <laughs> as, like, one of my songs. Because, like, I would always sing songs. And this was before I played instruments, so I would just, like, karaoke all these songs. But I, I karaoke this song, You'll Play Your Part. And when I karaokeed it, I decided to, like, make it super deep and Jesus-y. So, like, I, like, I dressed up in, like, you know, I dressed up in, like, these homeless robes and, like, was, and was singing, like, the first part where, like, Twilight's all depressed and she's oh, like, I don't know my purpose in life. And I was, like, singing that in, like, homeless robes. And then, like, after that part, like, when her mentor comes in and, like, gives her all of the advice and stuff... Like, I cut to myself, like, in this, like, white bed sheet and, like, like a, like a little halo. And I was basically ah. supposed to be, like, Jesus, like, ah. speaking all, like, the words of encouragement. And I was just, like, it's, it's, like, a really good YouTube video. I might, like, link in in the description or something. Cause, like, I want to watch that. Because it just, like, I just love throwing back to it. And it just, like, was one of my favorite videos I filmed, like, way back then. Because I put so much effort into it. And I changed, like, a couple lyrics. Because there's, like, a couple lyrics in the song that talk about ponies and stuff. So I, like, changed it to, like, talking about children of God. So I changed a few words to make it fit, but like, ah, it was literally like so good. And that song, it's so good. You'll play your part. Like, it really hit me in a deep way. And I know it's not a traditional Christian song, but that's the thing, is God can speak through all kinds of stuff. And so that's my third song with the story behind it. Aww. Ah, I'll always love it. It's a good one.
2: Uh, Dan, are you okay? I think so. <laughs> That sounds amazing. Yeah, man. It's good. I love good. how the
0: Lord always speaks to you through My Little Pony, and that feels like an iconic moment
2: yeah, from history. It's just so... Uh, uh,
1: it gets me every time. <laughs> but anyways, Dan, what's your fourth song?
0: My fourth song goes back to this time, right before I was on my way to the International House of Prayer.
2: I have...
0: This was an important song for a season of my life. Yes. And uh, it's about
2: fighting your battles. Oh, <gasps> And being surrounded? Yes. Oh! <laughs> this is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight Find my battles. This is how I fight my battles. Whoa. It may look like I'm surrounded but I'm surrounded by you. Whoa. Oh, oh. It may look like I'm surrounded but I'm surrounded by you. Whoa. Oh, oh. Amen.
0: So that song was my battle cry for probably a year or so in my life.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. I know. This was this was a huge song in my life because it was just like this is like deep. In the, in the ending days of my struggle with pornography and masturbation.
2: Wow. And I
0: was just, like... I was trying really hard under my own power to go against it. And I realized I just needed to remember, like, that the Lord is in control. Yeah. That he, he fights my battles for me and that I can't even fight it on my own. Oh,
1: that's so good.
0: So, like, this was an opportunity to take this song into the fight every time. So whenever I felt, like, tempted and to struggle, like... I wasn't perfect about it. A lot of the time I wouldn't play the song because, like, the flesh really wants to give into the flesh. Mm-hmm. I was like, the song has power and I knew it. Yeah. But on good days, I would play the song and then it would give me the, the power and the ability, like, through the Lord to be able to, like, resist temptation and flee from the devil and have Jesus in the moment. Mm-hmm. So I would just have this song. I would bring earbuds with me everywhere and I would just pop this song in. Yeah. Whenever I was, like, feeling tempted and I was like, okay, the Lord's got me. He's gonna fight my battles for me. And it was yeah. like it was like an anthem. Oh. Uh, rising up deep inside my soul, and I was like,
2: Yes. So good.
0: So sometimes it's sad because I remember like I'd play the song and like I'd still like give into temptation afterwards. But like a lot mm-hmm. of the time it was like a really good reminder that the Lord is with me and like I'd be able to like stand up and fight battle alongside him and partner with him in it. Yes. So it was just it was a really cool like war cry and it was just it was kinda like a cry of desperation, help.
2: Yeah. Like, well, it's
0: like Lord I need you uh-huh. so much Yeah. and he's like I'm here I'll fight your battles for you mm-hmm. and I feel like the culmination of this song after being an anthem and a battle cry was that like during the second half of my time at IHOP after the Lord had come in and miraculously delivered me from all those addictions and crap in life Yeah. this song was sung by the people who wrote it down in Upper Room uh-huh. they came up to IHOP for like a, a big like launch event From my big boy, uh, the legend. Jay Thomas. Jay Thomas. Whoa! Yeah, so Jay Thomas had this, like, prison ministry he was trying to launch off. Yes. And he had a big launch event for it. And remember, I I had just driven back from, like, a little vacation back at home for a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. And I came back, and my left arm was sunburned. because <laughs> oh. it was a eight and a half hour drive. And my left arm was out the window. Oh no! It was no. Pretty sunny. <laughs> and I came back. And I was like, Oh,
2: my, mom, my arm, my arm, my arm.
0: But then I got back, and immediately everyone's like, Yo, we're at the J. Thomas thing. I'm like, Whoa, what is this? Ooh. So I showed up, and then like there were a couple songs and bops, and everyone came up to the front, and it was like a really big concert type environment. Yeah. But then, out of nowhere, this these two squad members came out. One of them was Joel. Ooh. And he's a really cool dude from up a room, and we love him, and mm-hmm. he's awesome. And then the other one, she wrote the song, and I forget her name, but she's, like, super cool. And they came out, and they lit it together, and I was like, Yo they wrote this song, and this song's a big part of my life, and now I'm living in victory. And uh-huh. So then it was like, a like I remember the past, but the past is dead and gone, and now I'm looking... Toward the future, living in complete freedom and surrounded the Lord,
1: a new creation. Yes.
0: So yeah, it was like a good battle cry, and then it was like a triumphant victory song later on. Mm, yes. The so surrounded fight my battles has a big, a big
1: part of my heart. Dude, yes, I love that song so much. Like it's just such a special jam, and uh, like, yeah, man, it's just like singing his praises because you know that's that's really like. Like whenever I sing that song, the way I always sing it is just like, you know, like the way that we fight our battles is just by declaring his goodness, like singing how good he is. Like, come on. It's not about us like overcoming, like, because we're so strong. It's like, no, like we are weak, but like he meets us in our weakness to overcome those things. And that's so cool that it was like a battle cry for you and that Jay Thomas was in it because he's good at rubbing your thighs.
0: <laughs> I love that guy.
1: Yes. He's a good man. <laughs> yes, he loves people. I love Jay Thomas so
0: much. Me too. If you're listening, you should pray for Jay Thomas.
1: Oh, is he Is he doing he was, okay?
0: He was in a car accident, like, a couple weeks back. Wait,
1: actually? Yeah. Like, a
0: serious one? Pretty bad. He's, He's, like, working on getting, like, the full use of the left side of his body, like, back again. Oh, my gosh. It, like, affected his brain? Uh, just, like his his arm and leg just aren't doing so well i think they got kind of hurt in there
2: oh my gosh i didn't know that
0: Mm -hmm. that's crazy yeah so we're just lifting up jay to have the opportunity to be like healed and whole again yeah so if you're listening join in on this quick break all right let's do it hey god thanks so much for jay thomas he's just such an amazing brother and father figure in my life and i love the way that he pursues the lord we pray that you would just lift him up and bring him complete healing and restoration from yes. that car accident. We thank you that you are in it to win it and that you love him so well. And that yes, you want to Jesus. see him healed, whole, set free, redeemed, and living in victory. So we thank you that you are going before him, behind him, and you surround him with angels. An yes, armor sir. of God is upon him. And that there are prayer warriors interceding for him. Thank and we God. thank you that you love him so much and you want to see him healed and restored. Yes, we pray God. that you would take away any pain and that you would bring his body back to normal, original creation order and that he's able to to go forth and play the keys again and sing sing to the Lord all of his praises yes, and worship Jesus. and be just a light in a shining,
1: dark, crazy place.
2: Hmm. Thank you,
1: Lord. Yeah, Thank God. We just thank you so much for Jay Thomas and just the way that he's just blessed so many people with his music and ministry over the years, God. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just pray that um that you would just meet him in this place where he's struggling, God, with your presence, Jesus. Meet him in his weakness and as he might feel like he's surrounded, God, that you would just fight this battle for him, God. Just like you fought it for Dan. Just like you fight it when we are in those hard times that you would just fight this battle for Jay, God. Just help him to help him to see you in the midst of the storm, God, and to come out of it stronger than he's ever been, In Jesus name, Amen. Ah, oh, come on, dang it, man! I'm almost crying over here. Oh, it's good, man. This is gonna be a this is gonna be an episode for the books. <laughs> <sighs> okay, well, are you ready for my next one? What's your number? Cuz so I might bro? cry more because it's another good one. Ooh. Uh, Okay, so I actually almost told this story back in our First Taste of Glory episode, back in episode 8, like a real throwback, because this this moment for me was like a moment that transcends life. It goes to eternal life. It's like beyond life. -life. (laughs) E-life. So like, it's pretty crazy, dude. So this all happened in... I want to say it was 2015, it might have been 2014 or 16, but somewhere in that range of years, I was at Green Lake, right? You know Green Lake, it's the place, Izzy loves talking about it in episode 30, or in the React episode, you can hear him talk about Green Lake, he loves Green Lake, and the tower and all that stuff, but like, so this time at Green Lake, it was such a special time for me, because... There's this group at Green Lake of kids from this church in Michigan called Redeemer Church. Yep. And there's all these awesome Michigan kids, right? And these Michigan kids are literally, like, iconic kids, you know? They're just, like, super iconic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, And one of the most iconic of them is this girl named Kathleen. Kathleen Connor.
2: Kathleen, she's I cool. freaking
1: love Kathleen. She's one of my favorite human beings of all time. And, like, the way she worships God is just incredible. Like, it's just, like... True it's beyond amazing. But anyway, so this Redeemer Youth Group during the Holy Spirit Renewal Conference would always do like these worship evenings like, you know, they do like separate youth worship things during the night. And I just remember going to one of the separate youth worship things and they were singing this song and it was just it was so powerful when they were singing this song because like when they sang this song, it literally made me feel like we were in heaven. Like it made me feel like we were in heaven like in God's presence like and I'll, 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 go, I'll tell you what the song is in a second. But first of all, I want to tell you about a dance that's actually related to another song. So they're kind of like two songs, I guess, in one. I was only going to talk about the one, but then I was like, oh, there's also that dance that's related to another song. So I guess I'll combine them. So anyways, so so there's this dance that I did back in choir in high school. And it's like this dance. It's called the unity dance. And so, like, we would sing this song based on Psalm 133 in choir in high school and like the song basically just went behold how good and how
2: pleasant it is for people to dwell together in
1: unity or whatever and so basically just about being united but the only thing that's important about that song is that like in choir we would always like do this thing where we would like sway to the left and sway to the right and sway to the left and sway to the right while we were singing that song and so like now whenever i sway to the left and sway to the right like it always just in my relationship with god like speaks to unity like i always like when i see people doing that dance like or like swaying back left and right like it reminds me of the unity in the body of christ and Mm -hmm. so like as we were at green lake and we were singing this other song which the song we were singing was the song called ever be right it's by bethel yeah and i love ever be so much because like ever be like the song especially the chorus of it just goes like you know it just says your praise will ever be on my lips ever be on my lips your praise will ever be on my lips ever be on my lips your praise will ever be on my lips and then like the bridge of it goes like you will be praised
2: you will be praised with angels and saints we sing worthy are you lord and
1: i was just like in this room of like all these passionate michigan people and especially kathleen like (laughs) kathleen I remember during the song, like, Kathleen was doing the unity dance. Like, she was swaying back left and right. So, it was, like, giving me this picture of, like, unity in the body of Christ was happening in this room. And then, like, we were singing those lyrics of just, like, you will be praised with angels and saints. And it just, like, it made me feel like, oh, my gosh, like, this is literally what eternity is. Like, eternity is literally, like, a place of God's people being united, singing his praises for literally forever. And I was just, like, this is the closest picture of eternity i've ever had in my life and like that's why i almost talked about it in the first taste of glory episode because like that day i was like this is literally heaven like i'm in heaven right now like Mm -hmm. it was even still to this day i think it's like the most heaven moment i've had in my life and it's like what i see heaven as it's just like constantly praising him constantly being in unity with brothers and sisters in christ and so like Whenever I hear Ever Be, it's just like a reminder of just, like, what's to come. Like, we get to sing his praise forever and be united forever with no more tension or no more drama or no more division. It's just all oneness and pressing into his heart. So, ah, it's so good, man. So, yeah, Ever Be, literally one of my favorite songs ever. Ah, and it reminds me of that amazing day. So good. Jesus. <laughs> oh, dude. Dude, I didn't expect this podcast to get so deep. It's so good. Dude. Stories are real, man. Mm. Anyways, Dan. What's your fifth, uh, fifth story behind our song?
0: Let's see. I'm gonna go with a classic lean
2: back. Ooh. I will lean back in the loving arms of a beautiful father yeah.
0: so good yeah that was that was a special moment for me when I was at the International House of Prayer and I have... yep that was a really big one yes because I just recently had my heart like flip switched Right, and I felt like I was super crazy in love with Jesus because I was and I am and forever will be. Yes, and Lean Back was the song going on in the background at the same time, and it was crazy because I was like, I'm so in love with Jesus, and I don't know how this happened during the song, but it did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, This is insane. And then like it went straight from that to just like receiving the love of the Father for me. Yeah. For the next like ten minutes, right? Or at least or something, it was just nuts. And it was just so beautiful, and I was like, wow, I really understand that the Father God loves me so well and so deeply. Mm-hmm. And it was this, I don't know, it's like something that you just need new revelations of all the time. Yeah. Like, understanding that, like, our Father on Earth is, like, really cool, and He loves us so well, but it'll never compare Yeah, to how much our Father in Heaven loves us. Right. So it was an opportunity to just be like, whoa, God loves me so much and he's my real father and he cares for me and he wants to bless me in so many ways and I just have to like lean back into his mercies and just receive and I don't have to do anything and I just get to be loved by him like forever and it's the coolest opportunity
2: Yeah. and it's such
0: a beautiful thing and then that song reprised in my life literally last week Yeah. I was on my way to Colorado with a bunch of friends being Ellie, Will, ashley of the uh-huh. squad from our react podcast
2: yes i love those people
0: yes and i was the second one to drive my five-hour shift on the way to colorado out of our 21 hours yeah and i popped in the driver's seat and then ellie put on the song lean back by maverick city
1: so is that the same it's song? the same song it's just it's like their version in like 15 uh, minutes oh they add so a that. couple extra things okay. yeah
0: Yeah, it was the same song, but it's just, like, different band doing it, and it's spontaneous and different, and just instantly I felt the love of the Lord just renewed, and it brought me back, I I didn't even realize it, but it brought me back to that first moment where I heard that song, and it was, like, the Father talking to me and, like, being a father to me, and this time I heard the song, and I just felt, like, overflowing with joy and love, peace and mercy and all the fruits of the Spirit, and I was crying and I was in the zone with the Lord and I was like this is an encounter that reminds me of the IHOP days for some reason and this is just insane Wow. And now it kind of makes sense but I was like whoa yeah. and it was like an hour long and I was like "Ah, uh, I'm blessed uh, and the second half of it was deep and it was about how specifically the Lord loves me yes. so now I get it because it's kind of like the same father message like a good reminder of like how the father loves you specifically Yeah. apart from all your brothers and sisters he's like I love them all but I love you in a different unique way Hmm. So it was just really cool because I had that encounter at the same time that my fiancee Ali had an encounter with the same kind of message where mm-hmm. Jesus was sitting on the throne and he saw a bunch of people, but he was looking specifically for her in the back. So it was just like him being intentional about looking and searching her out. Yeah. And then Ashley had the same encounter like 10 hours later after we prayed that whoever was driving next would have an encounter with the lord <laughs> and she had an encounter where she was this tall tree in the forest of a bunch of trees and the lord was like tending to her garden specifically wow. reminding her of the love that he has specifically for her so it's just like lean back as a, a tie-in with how the father loves me specifically yeah more recently with like crazy encounters and how the lord like ties us all together
1: oh that's so good just brought you yeah that's i i was amazed when you told me that story of how you and ellie and ashley all encountered god like in the same chair like in the yeah, yeah. it's crazy <laughs> freaking nuts ah uh, sounded incredible man yeah so good it sounded like that road trip was iconic it uh, really was yeah it's kind of crazy for sure really glad i went on that one <laughs> yeah man yeah, we might talk about it more in the Firefly Jar later, but but that was that was good. Lean back, I I love that song too. I, I don't. It's like one of those songs because there's there's songs that have stories in your life, and then there's those other songs that are just like really good. And you don't remember the story, but you just remember that it's really good. For me, Lean Back is more one of those songs. Like, I love Lean Back so much. I don't have, like, a deep story behind it. I just, like, whenever I hear it, I'm like, yes.
2: <laughs> like,
1: and there's there's a couple of those for me, too. Like, Come even, like, on. my favorite worship song of all time. It's called Spirit Move. I literally don't have a story of why I like it. It's just my favorite worship song <laughs> of all time. I just like it. <laughs> so, like, so sometimes there's not a story, but, but like... Yeah, so I I totally Leanback is amazing And I love how You have like These awesome stories So good Aw, Jesus Alright, you ready For my number five? I'm ready Alright, cool We're gonna talk about A 10th Avenue North song (gasps) I love 10th Avenue North They have a lot of good songs And there's a couple I could tell stories about But this one It goes back to A day Where I was with My buddy Will, right? Yeah Everybody, we love Will Shout out to Will If you're listening to this but Will and me, we were on this adventure. We were like, it's a great day. We're gonna go to Six Flags. Yeah. Da, 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 da So we went to Six Flags, but like we didn't want to pay for parking. So we were like, you know, let's just park in this random parking lot instead. And so like we parked <laughs> in a random parking lot instead. And then we walked into Six Flags we had a pretty decent time at Six Flags. We were just chilling, having the whole Six Flags time that you do at Six Flags, you know. Exactly. Riding the roller coasters, and... Woo! And then we came back to Will's car, and it was gone. (laughs) And we were like, oh, snap. (laughs) And so... And so then, we found out that Will's car had been towed away because he parked somewhere he shouldn't have. No, no, no. So, uh, it was very, very distressful because... I was so stressed in this moment because in Will's car I had left my most prized possessions of my Bible and my journals where I wrote, like, all these memories of my time with God. And so, like, you know, Will was like, he was like, oh, I'm going to lose my car. And I was like,
2: who cares about your car? My Bible was in there.
1: (laughs) So, So, like, it was a stressful moment. And, like, eventually, like, Will's dad came up and picked us up and brought us back home. And, like, the whole time I was just like... I might never see my Bible again (laughs) or my, or my notebooks. I was like, we might never see them again. And I was just like, so stressed out, but it was just like a really like heavy moment because I was just like really distressed. So anyways, I got all the way back home and like me and Will got back and you know, he was sad because his car was gone. I was sad because my Bible was gone and everything was just really rough. And then that night, our friend Corbin was having a worship night at his house and so I was like, Dang. I was like, man, I need some worship right now. So I like, I went to Corbin's house and at Corbin's worship night, like we were just like there and I was just really down that night and there was not that many people there. I think it was like me and maybe Ashley and maybe, I don't know if Will actually came or if he was too depressed. I don't remember.
2: But like, <laughs> but I know
1: I was there. But anyways, I was there at this worship night and then Corbin like was trying to keep the mood happy. And he was, you know, he, he Corbin. He's got he's got a lot of good songs on his on his little record of songs that he plays. It's true. So he was like, all right, we're gonna play songs like on the TV, and we're gonna worship to them. And so like one of the songs he played on the TV was a song by 10th Avenue North called "Worn," and like mm. the song "Worn" is just like all about like how like the song starts out by just going like
2: I'm tired, I'm worn, my heart is heavy.
1: And then like it's just like it's just the song about coming to God basically in weakness and brokenness and like just asking him to meet us in that moment of weakness. And so like it's just like a song that like I I was crying like that day because I was just like feeling so weak and just like I had like just, you know, I just lost my Bible and all these memories with God. But like God was just comforting me in that moment. And just like, you know, even though I was tired and worn and just feeling distressed, like he was showing me like it's going to be okay. Son, like, I got you. Like, if you don't get it back, we'll make more memories. And don't worry, because I'm going to help you get it back anyways. And so, like, and so, like, yeah, like, a day later, like, eventually we found out, like, where Will's thing got towed to, and they got my Bible out and everything. So, so I didn't lose my Bible. Amen. I didn't lose my journals. Amen. Amen. But, but, like, in that moment, everything was just so heavy, and I was just like, man, like, I'm, like, you know, it just, like, it felt like so much... I had built so many memories with God in my Bible and in my journals that I was like, you know, losing those things made it feel like I lost part of my relationship with God in that moment, which is why I felt so distressed. But then like in that moment, he was just like, don't worry, bro, I'm still here. I'm not just in the Bible. I'm not just in the journals. I'm in your heart, man. I'm the Holy Spirit in you. Um, So it was just like a really real moment of comfort and a reminder, like, you know, like it's going to be okay, you know? So God just met me there. I was worn, my heart was heavy, but he gave me rest. So, amen. Praise the Lord. Ah, so good. (laughs) So that's my fifth story behind a song. Aw. Yeah, man. I like that song a lot. I also love Six Flags. It was good. Yeah, we we had a decent time there before, you know, the car got towed, which was a little not as great. And then there was, you know, there was a little bit of a situation there, but, you know we got out of it and god came through and he gave me a new song to speak to me through the whole situation so you know even though it was rough at the time like i look back on it and i'm like man god like t- spoke to me through a new song so it was good <laughs> um, it was awesome but yeah brother so what's your sixth story behind a song in your life my man so our boy jay thomas
0: another jay thomas moment this is the song
1: that he did it's a song that he created. He and Chris, Chris created this song together. Chris the He's a good guy, too. And the song is...
0: It's called How About I. Oh, I've never heard this one. I've mentioned part of it before. I just never told you the, the title of it. Oh, okay. So, so the chorus is,
2: so how about I give you my ashes? Okay, yeah. I think I have How about it. I give you my sickness how about I give you my depression how about I give you my weakness
0: so then the part that I really love comes up next
2: so I kneel in the blood and I kneel in the water bowing low at the tree where, well, you died for me. So I kneel in the blood And I kneel in the water, bowing low at the tree And I kiss your feet. Ah, uh, so powerful.
0: Yeah. It was crazy cause I'd never heard the song before. And then this is a song I started playing all the time at IHOP. Yeah. And it was just, like, I'd heard the song a bunch, and every time I heard the song, I was like,
2: this song is just so good. I don't know
0: why, but it's really freaking good. Wow. And then I would always, like, kneel down because it talks about kneeling, and I like to do what songs tell me to do.
2: Right. So (laughs) I was like,
0: I got to follow through with this, so I kneel down Yeah, man so uh, this song is basically this. it's a song I have connected to this moment where I had the best encounter with the Lord ever whoa (laughs) with Jesus so it was after I learned that you can boldly walk into the throne room of the Lord yeah because you have authority to go like Psalms talks about last verse of 109 first verse of 110 talks about how you have the authority to sit between Papa God the Father and the Son Jesus Christ in the the heavenly throne room Mm -hmm. so I went there for the first time in the prayer room this one night and I sit down, I I turn my head to Jesus and I I have this random question, hey you got anything cool you want to show me? Mm -hmm. So then I turn over to him and then a second later he's he shows me from his point of view him dying on the cross at Calgary right in that moment and just all of the pain and it wasn't the pain from the nails in his hands or his feet it was the pain from all the sin of the world being cast upon him and all of the hate from the people mm-hmm. against him in that moment. And then, so he looks down at his feet, down at the foot of the cross. There's me kneeling there, and he says, at least that one loves me. Yeah. And then I, I'm i like, this is too much. I can't handle this anymore. So then I'm like, God, what are you feeling in this moment? And he takes me up into heaven, and I feel a tear roll down his cheek as he realizes that... it. He really has to let his son die. He could save him, but he's going to let him die yeah. for the sake of humanity, because he loves us so much. Yeah. So then Jesus dies, and the whole earth is in mourning with the Father. And that picture has always blown my mind. But this song just goes to the, the kneeling in the blood and kneeling in the water, bowing low at the tree where you die for me where, I'm where I kiss your feet. My and own. it just reminds me of that encounter every time, because I was kneeling low at the foot of the cross, it's in, like, the bloody, muddy muck right at the bottom where it's right. nasty. But it's it's the most holy and beautiful place because it's where my Savior died for yeah. me. It's where my beloved uh-huh. took his last breath. And I can't wait to meet him again. Yeah. But that song just always reminds me and makes me tear up as I'm just like, wow, he loves me so much. And even when he felt, like, all the hate from all the people, I loved him and he received the love from me. And so I was like, I got to give Jesus a little spark of love that's that's like the entirety of my life (sighs) wow so that
1: song's kind of amazing and uh it's got a special place in my heart yeah man I love that song too. Like I, I I didn't recognize it at first, but then when we started singing it, I was like, I think I actually heard it a few like last month while I was in Kansas City, definitely, because I went to IHOP like three times and they sang it, and I was like, dang, this is really good. Like I was gonna add it to my playlist, but I forgot to look it up, but but now now I'll remember. (laughs) Oh yeah, dude, it's it's really cool, and that encounter you have like at at IHOP, like, oh, it's so powerful. It's fun. Encountering that song wrecked me hard. Oh, brings on, brings on the real emotion. Just <sighs> feeling God's heart, of just like the pain He had to face, but also like the love that He has. That it was worth it for Him, you know. So good. It's crazy. Ah, freaking Jesus! You're so good. All right. Well, cool, man. Well, I'm gonna go into my number six, I guess. Give us your six, boy. Okay. Um. So I'm actually making a few switches. There's like three songs i between for these last two spots. So I'm just like, I'm making the call here. But I think I'm going to go with this one. Um, And it's a little heavier, but I feel like it's an important thing to talk about. So we're going to talk about this song. Um, And it actually came into my life last summer in last July. And that was a really, really hard season of my life coming yeah. home last summer. Back because, you know, I came back from Ghana in March. And I was staying at... Um, this amazing person named Dawn's house. Like, Dawn. she was one of my old supporters back when I was in Ghana. Um, but when she supported me, like, you know, she let me stay in her spare bedroom, which was amazing, but it was also just, like, hard. Because, like, at that time in my life, I didn't have a car, so I didn't really have anywhere to, you know, I didn't have any community, really, like, and Dan at the time was really busy, and... Will and Ashley had just got married. So basically, like, you know, that summer, like, I was just, like, I didn't have a lot of community. My best friends were really busy. I was just kind of in a place where I felt really alone. Like, my purpose of, like, serving and doing all these crazy things for God in Africa had just been, like, stripped away from me. And, like, I was taking a lot of it really personal. I was just being like, God, like, you know, like, you know, maybe I've just fallen too far, like, for you to want to use me anymore. Like, maybe I'm just beyond you using me for your kingdom anymore and it was just like a really really dark season of my life um but like one of the moments that really brought me out of that was i had this facetime call with my friend lena and i love lena she's amazing she was one of my old ghana teammates and we had a lot of awesome moments and she wrote this one song called always a reason which is actually on spotify under my artist name from him and for him which you guys can find it but it's called "Always a Reason." That's the song she wrote. But that's not the song I'm talking about today. But we sang that song a bunch in Africa together, and we had bonded over it. And so, like, we had a lot of good memories together. And like, we had just we were just talking that summer over Facetime, just about like you know where I was at in life, and just feeling discouraged, feeling not a lot of purpose since I couldn't really leave my house much, I was just sitting at home eating junk food, playing video games, yelling like I had no community. And like, I was just telling her how I felt like too far gone, forgot to use me. And then she was like, "Well, actually." you should listen to this song (laughs) and then she sent me this song by jordan Feliz, and it's called never too far gone Uh because i felt like i was too far gone but that song it tells you that you're never too far gone. never never ever ever no you can't." can't be so like anyone listening to this the reason i felt like i was gonna as i almost cut this song but i was like this is an important thing to share because like even though it's a little heavy like the reality of where i was at last summer like Like this song is something like if you're feeling like that you should listen to this song Mm. because it's actually a song that like it just like like when i was heard it for the first time when lena sent it to me like i was crying and like you know i still keep it on my playlist because it's just like a good reminder of just you know in those moments where maybe you feel like either you've sinned so hard that like you know god can't use you anymore or like even like we're Maybe you've been so faithful to God and, like, you haven't... You still haven't seen the breakthrough in your life. Like, you know, it's not like God's abandoned you in that either. Like, he's been there. Like, even, like, in Job. Like, Job was being a good servant, following God, and he still lost everything in the Bible. And, like, you know, in those moments, like, you know, all of his best friends were telling him, like, Oh, maybe you suck, Job. Maybe you did something wrong to, like, get all these punishments. And, like, God's, like, you know, God never was like, Job, like, I punished you because you did something wrong. Like, he was just, like, you know, he was testing him. And so, like, sometimes, like, because you face bad things in life, like, it doesn't speak to your identity. And I think sometimes that's, like, something that is so easy to believe, that lie, that, you know, because I'm suffering in life or because things aren't going well for my life, like, like God is against me. And, like, you know, I talked about this a little bit. In just the last few episodes. And even like I talked about in our stories of the summer, like how The Blessing is like another song that God redefined for me. And I'm not going to talk about that today because I talked about it before. Mm-hmm. But just like that song is all about how God is for us. Like he says, He is for you. He is for you. And like that's just the reality of it. And like, so it's so easy to believe that he's not for you. And I definitely didn't believe he was for me last summer when I felt too far gone. And I felt like, you know, like why would God still want to use some idiot like me? But he was for me, even in that moment where I didn't feel it. And so, like, when I listened to this song, Never Too Far Gone, it just reminded me, like, God is for me. He was for me in that moment, and I was never abandoned by him. And he was going to keep chasing after me, keep loving me, keep pursuing me relentlessly. Kind of like what you were even just saying with, like, your Lean Back song and, like, all the encounters you had with, like, Ashley and Ellie and, Mm -hmm. and you. Just, like, you know, how he was pursuing each one of you individually. Like, each of you was still on his heart. Each of you was still worth chasing after And so, like, yeah, so just hearing that song last summer, and, like, Lena sharing it with me, shout out to Lena, like, made a huge difference in my life, and I just, I feel like I should mention it just because, like, you know, it's like, I mean, now a year later, like, I feel so much healing in my relationship with God, and it kind of, like, that moment of hearing that song, and, like, a lot, a few other ways that God healed me that summer, like, were really transformative, um, but that song was a huge part of, like, the beginning of just, like, the healing process I've been on for the whole past year now, and, Now I'm going to be going to YWAM in the fall. And, you know, it's just, it's incredible to have that reality that, like, you know, even though I've made these mistakes, even though I've fallen from God and been distant at times, like, that it was never too far for him to redeem me from. And even if I make mistakes in the future, it'll still never be too far for him to redeem me from. So that is why I love that song. Never too far gone. It's incredible. He's so good. Yeah, yes. We're never too far gone Never, even when we make horrible mistakes Always <sighs> oh, in his reach
2: I can see strongholds coming down I can see strongholds coming down I can see Jesus reaching out Reaching down
1: love that song too i was gonna I, that was in my like honorable mentions i'm not gonna tell the story of it today but i thought we should just sing it for fun. but anyways dan what's your last song what's your number seven come on coming strong what is it it's called it's been a long long time oh man is this is this the song on the lake <laughs> yes this sir. is
2: the song on... lake. <laughs> Amen.
0: <laughs> just listen to this song <laughs> isn't this the most romantic song you ever did here in your entire life (laughs) it's so good it is pretty classic the story behind this song is that at the end of Avengers Endgame which is like the big huge crazy Avengers movie that everything was like leading up to the movie finishes off with Captain America and Peggy his beloved he chooses to, like, stay... Like, he goes back in time to, like, return something that's important, whatever. But he he stays back in time because he gets to be with his beloved lady who ends up dying later, and he gets to be with her in this different time period. Yeah. And just live life together, and then at the end of the movie you see that he chose to be with her, and then he gets really old and comes walking in sitting down on a bench uh-huh. and you're like wow this dude chose to be with his love of his life and he had the best life ever because he got to be with her uh-huh. instead of just living out as a superhero Wow! so it's just like crazy powerful choice and I just I totally respect that and I love the heart behind it and that song just really is beautiful and sticks out to me because it's it's my song with my lady. Yeah, everyone's gotta have that song. So I figured that song has to make it on the list because this is my forever song with Ellie. Yeah, it's called. It's been a long, long time, and it's Aww. just such a awesome, beautiful, romantic song. And it's just like I love the heart behind it, even in just like the simplicity of the Marvel Avengers movie, like how how Captain America like goes and makes that decision to like be with his love. And I was like, oh, that's just like so inspiring and wells up deep inside of me. Yeah, and the song, I just. So, like, Ellie and I started dating officially back in February 28th. Yeah. And then after we'd started officially dating, our first drive together after that moment, uh-huh. I was like, hey, Ellie, what's the name of that song at the end of that movie where Captain America's dancing She the <laughs> She's like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So she put it on, and then instantly we were like, this is a really good song. Wow! And then we played it a bunch after we got back to her house, and we're talking for a while, and we're like, "This is so lovely and amazing." <laughs> so we we were like, "Yeah, this is the song." So then, like the my favorite story with this is our first official date we ever had was at my house, and we were having a great time hanging out and sharing stories, getting to know each other really well, mm-hmm. playing piano and singing worship to the Lord. And I saw that the sun was setting, and I was like, "Where's a good sunset viewing spot?" Yeah, and then it dawned on me. That the lake behind my house has a really good view of the sunset, and it's yes. a lake which is super romantic, mm-hmm. and it was iced over, so we could just go walk on it. Yes. But Ellie gets really cold really easily, so I gave her just a bunch of hoodies. <laughs> I was like here, I was like, I'm not gonna tell you what's happening, but put on all these hoodies and trust me. And mm-hmm. She's like, okay. So then I carried her from my house out to the lake which seemed like a very gentleman thing to do. Yes. (laughs) And then we got out there, we shared some birthday cake Oreos, which are her favorite. Mm -hmm. We smiled, took some pictures, and then I put on the song, it's been a long, long time, on the phone in my pocket, out of nowhere, and she was like, oh, it's our song. (laughs) And then we watched the sunset and hugged and swayed back and forth while listening to the song for two hours. Yes. Which is insane. I can't believe none of us got cold enough to call it quits and come in. But we were just... It was like a beautiful moment of love with the sun setting in the background out on the lake. And we're like, the Lord is so in love with us and we have a passion for each other. And this is just such a beautiful song. And it's one of those songs where when the song ends, it... Begins kind of the same way it ends, so it's so kind of it just like loops. Loop. It just loops. Did you just
1: loop it the whole two hours? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so you
0: don't really know how long the song is. Wow. It just keeps going, That's and amazing. all of a sudden we check the clock and we're like, "It's been two hours! Oh my goodness, what the heck!" <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one of my favorite moments of all time. Yeah. And it's gonna be my first dance song at my wedding. Yeah, it is. And I'm very excited. So oh, I, yeah. that song definitely made the cut because it's it's a past and it's a future and it's amazing
1: and Jesus is in it and it's just a song of love yeah yeah I love that and that's the same lake you proposed to her on the same lake you danced on with her to that Mm -hmm. song it all is just like full circle all together I like doing things full circle ah it was so good (laughs) I know it's incredible man so good ah I love that you ended it there I had to yeah man so good All right, you ready for my final song of the day? I want to know what your number seven is. All right, all right. So I I, I was going to not do this song, because, like, it's a Disney song, right? (gasps) So I was going to, I was almost like, I should maybe just not talk about this until we do the Disney song bracket, because... But it's good enough to make a story. It might spoil that this probably is my favorite Disney song of all time, but I don't care. I'm going to do it anyways. It's a Because I just, I love this song, so... Dan, are you ready? Singing with me? Are you ready? Here we go. So it just goes.
2: I can show you the world, shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, princess, now when did you last let your heart decide? I can open your eyes, take you wonder by wonder. Over, Over, sideways, and under, on a magic. magic carpet ride, a whole new world, a new fantastic point of view, no one to tell us no, or where to go, We say we're only dreaming.
1: And then Jasmine starts singing, but you know, we don't have a Jasmine today, but... If you're a Jasmine out there, you can sing the rest. Yes, but anyways go <laughs> Any of you ladies out there. But <laughs> But anyways, yeah. Dang, is this gonna be your song? I like this. Dude, honestly, if I find a lady who would sing this song with me, yeah, I'll do it at the wedding, honestly. So good. Yes. But no, so a whole new world, man. I just like this song. I feel like it's a good way to end because like, you know, whenever I hear this song I just think of you know, I just think of new beginnings. Like new is in the word, you know, it's like a whole new world you know and so like whenever i hear this song it just like reminds me of like new beginnings and the specific story that like i connect to this song the most is it was actually my first week in ghana africa i was there with my teammates and we just had like a really cool like orientation night like we were just like you know getting all the learning about like Ghanaian culture and what we we're gonna be doing there and like we were at our site leader's house and you know, I had been, like, hanging out there. I brought my ukulele and was just singing a bunch of songs with, like, my teammates. And then on the way back, the cool thing about Ghana, Africa, right, is that there are no rules on the streets, right? Come on. No rules. And that's the way I like my streets.
2: With no <laughs> rules. Rule three.
1: And so, like, we're, we're about, like, nine, ten o'clock at night. No rules in the streets. And so me and my teammates, Haley and Sam, the three of us, like, we got in the bed of our site leader's truck. And we're just, like, sitting in the back of the truck. Well, actually, we're standing in the back of the truck, like, excitedly jovial. We have so much joy because we just had this incredible night, right? And our site leader, he's driving, like, 45, 50 through the city. And we are just belting whole new world at the top of our lungs, singing it. Like, we're these three crazy white. Well, actually, me and Haley are white, but Sam's black. But you know yeah. what I mean. Like, three crazy Americans, like, singing this Disney song, going through the Ghanaian streets. And all these Ghanaian people are like who are these crazy white people? Are they drunk? Like, <laughs> and they're all like, what's happening with you guys? But like, we're just singing this song and it just like, that moment was like, I was like crying. I was just overwhelmed with joy because it was like my first week in Ghana, Africa, just being there, singing this song about being in a whole new world and like, you know, like, I know this song is like meant as like a romantic thing, but like, since I don't have that, like, it's more of like, God, like, inviting me into, like, this whole new world with him. Like, we're about to go into this new adventure here in Africa. And now, like, whenever I hear the song, like, I just think of it as, like, a new season I get to enter in with God. So, like, Mm -hmm. even, like, going into Hawaii soon, I'm like, I'm about to go into a whole new world with you, God. We're going to have a whole new adventure coming up. And so, like, it's just a song that just reminds me of, like, just God bringing me into a whole new adventure in Africa back then. And I'm excited for the whole new adventures that are ahead of me ahead of you dan and we just got we got a whole new lot of adventures that are coming for us and and there's just nothing like driving through an african village at 45 miles an hour standing and singing a song so i was just like "That, that 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 moment will never leave my heart so there it is whoa that is that is my last story behind the song I love that song. And I can just picture
0: being in the back of a pickup truck in <laughs> some new place. Yeah. Singing about how it's a whole new world that I'm in. Yeah, dude,
1: going 45 through the African streets. Oh, it was so good. I'll never forget that day. Seems like a classic moment in history. Dude, it was. It was a moment I'll never forget. Shout out to our site leader, Eric, for doing it. Thanks for letting us sit in your truck. But anyways. Yes, sir. Anyways, uh, that's about it. So, there you go. That is our seven, well, 14, seven times two, because two or seven. Two or seven. Two or seven stories um, behind songs. And now, you know what time it is. It's time for the
2: The Firefly Firefly Jar. Jar.
1: So, this week on the Firefly Jar, I sent out a survey to all of you wonderful friends and asked you, what's a song you love and why do you like that song? What's the story Behind it. And so we had two responses this week. An upgrade from last time, and we only had one response.
2: Hey, let's go.
1: So we are getting more popular as the season goes on. <laughs> or, it, it's honestly not anyone new. It's basically the same people who always comment. But we have one more of them than last time.
2: Hey, that's <laughs> so, a
1: double. So first, we have our always-listening Hannah Steiner. Shout out. Shout out to Hannah. The only person who listened to the three-and-a-half-hour kids show podcast. Well, maybe not the only one, but I know you did, so... Shout out to that. I'm so impressed. You are a legend. But anyways, you said that a song you love is Lean Back by Maverick City. Hey, that's the same song that Dan said. Dang. Dang, you guys are in sync. That's insane. But yeah, she said the story behind why she loves it is it says you lean back into the father's arms. He got you. So apparently she's like all happy that God's got her back. Aw, that's pretty cool. I'm with you, Hannah. Yes.
2: I
0: totally agree. The father's got our back, and leaning back is mm-hmm. really important.
1: Yes, and then Hannah also has a question. She says, how do you talk to your boss about burning out when you're afraid of letting them down? <laughs> ah, this feels very relevant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so, yeah, what do you think, Dan? How should she talk to her boss about um, being burnt out When she's afraid of letting him down. See,
0: Hannah, you gotta just... You gotta wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. You gotta make yourself... (laughs) Like P. Diddy? Yeah, you gotta make yourself a (laughs) PB&J.
1: Okay, peanut
0: butter and jelly, okay. Yeah, you gotta have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You gotta drink three glasses of water. Down it if you can't do it. Just Mm. keep pushing.
1: Not four, not two and a half. No, not two and a half. Gotta be three. Three three glasses of water and a PB&J. Okay. And
0: then... With Sweet. crust or no crust? No crust. No crust. Uncrustable. No crust. It's an Uncrustable. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not gotcha. the frozen kind. Of, that confuses me. Okay. I'm too cold. It's got to be an, uh, a, a fresh Uncrustable, not Yeah. frozen. Okay. Like you just got it from the store kind of Uncrustable. Got gotcha. you. Like you got to go get that Uncrustable fresh. Okay. That's the freshest thing you'll ever have in your life. Okay. One fresh Uncrustable. I feel you. So you got that incrustable in your stomach, you got them three glasses of water down your gullet, and you are on fire. That's what I'm saying. You're on fire. Whoa. You feel burnt out as heck because you got PB&J and too much water in you and you look bad. Oh my. <laughs> so now you walk up to your boss and you say, hey, I'm burnt out. And he can see it because you had three glasses of water in an incrustable. How does
1: that burn you out?
0: <laughs> Don't worry, it'll work. What? See, maybe you should have five candy bars too. Also, get five of your favorite candy bars and a couple donuts. So walk up, just looking bad, and say, "Yo, Mr. Boss, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm burnt out and I'm burning the candle at both ends. This is too much. If you want me to be the best I can be at your job and to fulfill the desires of your heart to make this a beautiful living and working environment." You're gonna wanna give me half the hours. I'll be twice as happy and twice as energetic. You can find someone else to fill in the other spots and we'll be happy together.
1: Ooh. Yes. Tell that boss to cut your hours or to raise your pay. Hey. (laughs) That's also immediate happiness. Those are the ways to go. Yeah. No for real, Hannah. Like I would just say, like, make sure that your boss like you know, if you feel like you can't communicate with your boss, like, then just bring it to the Lord. Spend time with him. Tell him how you're burnt out. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to tell people, but it's true. the thing is, no matter what your boss will think of you, like, God's always got your back. He's always there for you to rest in. And you don't have to be afraid. There's no need for fear of man, what he uh-uh. might respond or think of you. Like, he's gonna he's gonna help you through it so yeah just be bold be unashamed unafraid you know we got your back we're your fiery friends so no matter what happens you got us and if you get burnt out we got enough fire for the both of us so we'll share there you go so anyways then we have one other person who told us a song it's our friend william hubert
2: we love you william hubert
1: and William Ubert says, a song he loves is called So Will I.
0: Oh, because it's got his name?
1: <laughs> oh, it does have his name. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I got
0: you. I got you. Dang, that's actually that funny. There be a song with Dan in the title. Dude, there should. Might make the list next time. <laughs> yeah,
1: what the heck? What, what are you guys doing? Why haven't you wrote a song with Will's name in the title? <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So that's a thing. Um, and then the reason why he likes that song is... He says, because it's a logical perspective on how amazing God really is and
2: how much he truly loves us. Mm. So there you go. It's true. He's not wrong. Yeah, that is why he likes
1: the song. So there you go. I like So Will I Too. It's a good song it's another one of those songs where it's like I really like it but I don't really have a story of why and there's so many lyrics it's hard
0: to
2: remember
1: yeah I think my biggest memories with So Will I are like back when I was at BGU I would sing it in the prayer room a lot and I would just like hop on the piano but the thing is it's like an 8 or 9 minute song so like you're playing for a heck of a long time. And it's in, like, the key of D, too, so it's in a key I don't usually play. So if I'm gonna play that song, it's literally, like, the only song I'm playing because it's so long, and it's in a key that, like, no other songs are in. (laughs) Dang, I've learned that I like the key of D recently. Really?
0: It's really good for my voice.
1: Yeah, I don't know. The key key of D There's a few good songs in it. You like F. But, I mean, I love F, but the thing is, like, it's harder to translate songs to F, I feel like. Because like there's a B flat and a D minor in like the main four, which those are like harder to get on ukulele for me, like to get those chords down. But yeah, like the easiest keys are C and G, but they kind of get boring after a while, you know. But anyways, we have one more thing from Will. He has a suggestion
2: for the wheel. So let's transition. He's
1: got a wheel to the wheel. Dang, that's loud. <laughs> All right. Let's see. What are we going to put on the wheel today? But, um, yeah, so here's where we're at with the wheels. So the Wheel of Fire has three empty slots because last week there were two slots for the stories behind songs. And there was also one slot for Izzy's Choice, which we just removed since I just let Izzy choose what we talked about last week. Good choice, Izzy. I like the classic. Yeah, I think our origin story was pretty iconic, not going to lie. I was a big fan. Um, so this is episode 31. My goal, like I said, this year is to have six episodes in August and six in September before I leave. And so that means we have three more to go this month. Um, we have a wheel episode that will be next Friday, which will be our spin for today. Also, next Tuesday, I think, is when Ashley and Will finally decided we're going to do the newlywed, nearlywed game. It's finally yes. happening on Tuesday. I think I'm we're going to do it either before or after Bible study on Tuesday. So get excited. We're going to have a showdown between... Dan and Ellie, and Will and Ashley, and maybe a third duo that might or might not be in a relationship? We'll see. <laughs> um, but we'll see how it goes. It all depends how who's all there and what arrangement of teams we have. But at very least, it'll be Dan and Ellie versus Will and Ashley, and I'll be the host, and it'll be good. Um, so that'll be one of the episodes for the rest of the month. Then we'll have a wheel episode next Friday. And then the third episode for the month is, I think I'm actually going to do a monologue episode, because Dan... You know I love doing monologues. Ooh, You but, are good at monologuing. Yeah, and so, actually, the monologue that I think I'm going to do this month later is... It's going to be based on um, this same concept, the stories behind song concept, except I'm going to do an episode about my songs! Because I, I intentionally left out all my songs today, because, like, I have a lot of my own songs, and I have stories behind all of them. It's true. And so, That's why you wrote the song. <laughs> yeah, and so I figured, you know what, I'm going to do a special... Just, like, a monologue where I'm going to talk about, like, at least seven. I might do, like, 14. I don't know. I'm just going to talk about a couple of my songs, stories behind them. So there's, like, a couple of mine that are favorites, and some of mine I wrote with friends and stuff. So I'm going to do a little bit of a From Him and For Him song special um, later this month. Probably, uh, it'll probably be, like, the last, like, episode of the month that I'll do. So I, I think the plan right now is essentially we'll do next Tuesday, Newlywed Game next friday whatever we spin today and then after that i'll do like a little monologue to end the month on some of my own songs and the stories behind them so if there's any of my songs you really want to know the story of let me know and i'll put it in that podcast because i have a whole 112 of them on spotify that you can choose from so there you go so that's kind of just like an overview of what's to come Um, but we still have to figure out what's going to be in that empty wheel slot so let's figure out what we're going to put on the wheel today so back to will he suggested a new option And this option is called Zach Works Out. Yo! (laughs) And basically, I think the whole idea is that I have to work out. (laughs) And, you know, that sounds interesting. (laughs) Um, I like it. What are your thoughts on this concept, Dan?
0: I mean, I've seen you work out before in my basement.
1: Yes. And it was amazing. It did happen once. Izzy and I want to see it again. So, and it sounds like Will's in on it. So, what I think is if we ever landed on this wedge of Zach works out, I would have to work out. But not just once. Every day. For that whole week. Dang. So, yeah. But I don't know what working out entails. So, I guess you get to pick my workout routine, Dan, if yes. this ever happens. And then we'll do a podcast on me telling you about my workout routine that you have given me. I'm very intrigued. So this is an option that we could add to the wheel. Um, Also, I had a few other things that we haven't talked about before that I wanted to throw in the suggestion bin before we fill these three slots. So let me see what we got here. Um, Yeah, so this is something I talked to you about, but there's this idea of doing an episode called The Best DJ Songs featuring DJ Dan.
2: Yes, sir. It's
1: basically an episode where Dan will tell us what are the DJ songs? What are the songs that, you know, he's been around, he's been doing weddings. He's been making them sound blessed for a while now. Yes, sir. So, like, what are the best songs that happen at weddings that Dan is all up about? And then I might even be on the side and I might be like,
2: you know, Dan, I'm going to play this song at my wedding, even though it's not good.
1: And, like, I'll just, like, throw in some side commentary on the side while Dan's telling you guys what to actually play at your wedding. And so, so that's another concept that we could do. Um, And then the other one that I had an idea about is an episode called... I don't know. It's a little heavier of an idea, but it's something I'm passionate about. And so, like, Come on. the episode idea would be called Talking the Tough Stuff. <gasps> and so, basically, the episode would be about talking about tough stuff, hard things in life that have happened, whether it's, like, to us or to people around us, and just being real, like, the, just, like, basically an episode on authenticity about, like... Some of the harder things we've had to face, but, like, also how God's been with us in those hard things helped us overcome them. Just, like, a more vulnerable, like, let's just get down and dirty about what's really going on. You know what I'm saying? So that's, like, that's, like, the other idea that I had. And then also two other ones I thought might be worth revisiting are... I know we still have Jackbox games in the suggestion box, which I know a lot of people in our life love Jackbox games. The new party pack's coming in October, so might be cool to do a little bit of a reflection on the first seven packs best games um i think it would i don't know if we do a bracket or if we do a ranking for jackbox i think we could decide whenever it landed but Mm -hmm. but i still think jackbox could be fun and the other thing that we have on here is bible character bracket which i think would also be really cool uh just a bracket bible characters figuring out the best ones and also if we wanted to do more with worship songs last season we had the worship song bracket which also never landed but we did talk about a lot of songs today both worship and not um so, it's an option. Those are just a couple things Spitballing what we could add on the wheel. Dang, there's so many good options there. Um. So, before we add anything to the wheel, though, I want to, I want to, pro- well, so we do have superpowers, so I guess I will just, I'll try to use a superpower before we agree. Are you saying you um, want to propose? No, I don't want to propose, Dan. I'm sorry, you're already engaged. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, hold on. But I do want to propose maybe changing some stuff that's already on the wheel, too. So, right now on the wheel... Um, There's there's a lot of good ideas, but there's also some things that I don't think are really that good of ideas, and I think some of the other things are better. I feel that way as so, well. So I think there's there's two things that I think we should get rid of, and you can tell me if you agree or if I should use my superpower against it. But anyways, so one of the things is Zach watches Star Wars. Now, I've watched three of the Star Wars already, and I can tell you that, like, overall i'm not really that passionate about it like i'm very indifferent like i don't hate it but i don't really like i don't get the hype either and i don't think that a whole episode of me just being like i feel yeah, i feel
0: indifferent about this. i feel
1: indifferent it's really worth it so i think overall i'm going to propose that we get rid of it now you put it on there so if you want it to stay you can but otherwise i'm just gonna take it off so what do you think Dan? You can wipe it away. All right. And we can even, like, replace it with Zach Works Out right now. Here, this is going to take some scrubbing. So I'm going to scrub. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> this this wheel, see, it's, it's, it's hard when these things are on this wheel, like, 24-7, because then they get, like, really hard to scrub off. <sighs> but I'm going to be scrubbing while I talk. And so as I'm scrubbing, um, so Zach Watching Star Wars is coming off the wheel. Zach Works Out is going on the wheel. And I guess we're just agreeing on it, so I'm not using a super battle. Oh, I'm in on that.
0: Okay. I think that trade is a good trade.
1: Yeah. Alright, so then the other one is the Will and Ashley talk about their marriage wedge. Uh, Dan, are you still there? I'm still here. Okay, you're in the distance.
0: I'm helping you get stuff off the wheel.
1: Oh, yes, he's going to find some disinfectant or something. Oh, I love it. Dan, you are a genius. Hey, what a wonderful man who knows how to get things off wheels. Oh, this is so much more effective. Yay! Yes. Yay for wipes. Woo. Oh, that's so much better. Yep. Damn. I was like, that's going to take you a thousand years. Yeah, it was <laughs> going to take a thousand years. Okay, anyways, so that's gone, and then we're adding Zach Works Out. Okay. So there we go. Zach Works Out is on the wheel. I think it was this one. Yep. Zach Works, works out. out. Okay. Cool. Okay, so the other one I was thinking we should remove is Will and Ashley talk about their marriage. And the reason I think we should remove that is because if we really wanted to do that episode, we could just make it a special episode, but it's not really a good Friday episode because Will and Ashley's schedules are really hard to work around. Yep. And so that's why I think we should get rid of that one. too. Does that make sense to you? That makes a lot of sense to me. All right. So Will and Ashley talk about their marriage. It might still happen one day. They'll probably talk about it on the w- Newlywed game. But... I know. I was going to say, you're <laughs> going to get
0: at least half of that episode's worth of content. Yeah. The Newly, Nearlywed. Yeah.
1: Okay. So that one's gone too. So, at least it was with four wedges. So, I'm going to say, Dan, me and you both get to pick two of what we fill these last ones with. Um, And um, the other thing I was going to say about that is that... Dang it, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say, also, we decided to cancel the rule that something can only be on the wheel uh, twice. So, now you can have it on there 500 times if exactly. you want. <laughs> so if, if you really want something to happen, just go for it. You can literally make... All 13 wedge You can't do all 14. That's the only rule. There's it, got to be something. There has to be at least 13 to 1. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, God, no. but, yeah. And also, we still all have our superpowers um, for the month. Not that we're going to use them, but if we really don't want it, whatever it lands on, we can re-spin at the end. So, uh, Dan, what do you want to fill these last four wedges with? I want to use one of my two wedges to triple up on the Disney Song bracket. Hey, the Disney song bracket. Which one do you want? There's yellow, the blue, blue one. purple, red. Oh, it's going to be a we'll red. we put them all right there. <laughs> all right. I'll put a blue <laughs> Disney song bracket because that's the one we want the most. Because Disney songs are amazing. I love Disney songs. Okay. So now we have three wedges for the Disney song bracket. Amazing. All right. Let me look at these new ideas because I just want to see if I want to. Uh, I want to add another Disney song bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I might add one of these new ideas. But for now, I just really want to do this song bracket, so we're just going to put four of them right next to each other. Okay. So there's two slots left. Dan, what will you pick? You could add another Disney song bracket. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could add something else. I think I'm going to add something else, but I'm not sure what yet. I'm going to change it up.
0: All right. We're going to add on one of those fresh ideas.
1: Which one? Which what's the fresh what's the fresh? I really feel the Bible character bracket. Actually. Yeah. Honestly I love brackets, dude. Brackets are just like good podcasts. Do you want the red one or the yellow wedge? Give me the red one. Alright, Bible it's character weird, bracket. But I want it. It just it would
0: just be fun. Like there's a lot of good Bible characters. I know, it just inspires me to go look through all of the characters of the Bible again. Anything that inspires me to go look at the Bible more is good. Yeah, honestly, man.
1: Um okay and then there's one more wedge. Um you know what? I I want to hear you talk about your DJ business. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put the DJ Dan. Let's go. Top DJ songs. DJ Dan songs. He's gonna be on the brack or on the wheel. And then also, I think I'm gonna. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm just looking at the rest of the wheel to see if there's anything else I want to kick out. <laughs> Cause I, okay, so because I still have, do, I do have my replace still. It's true. And I could. I could just add another Disney song bracket. But I also like some of these other ideas. And, like, I said that they're not on the wheel. Hmm. Um, you know, uh, we have two for prayer and fasting. Maybe I'll take one of those off. I like prayer and fasting. I don't know if it needs two slots. (laughs) I'm going to take one of those off with my replace. What are you going to replace it with? Um, I'm thinking. (laughs) Let me decide. I think, what do we, I mean, hmm. I guess maybe there's nothing like super pressing. I guess all the best ones You know what? Uh maybe I'll just leave it. I don't know. I don't know, Dan. It's tough. Like I guess I guess the only thing I didn't add was the tough stuff thing. But I'm not like super passionate about that one right now. Hmm. Jackbox. We we still never done icebreakers with Izzy. That's also an option someday. Oh, I do want to hear um, all of icebreakers. David's choice is still on there. <laughs> I wonder. If, it's funny that David was our first little Cole, and he's never been on the show since. Well, when that spins, he's coming back. Yeah, we have to keep that on there. We have to have a chance for him to come back. Um, yeah, it's just weird to me that prayer and fasting is the only thing with more than one wedge besides the Disney bracket. <laughs> so it just kind of is a little strange, but. I don't know if I hate it, so I guess I guess I'll keep it. Do you want to use a real plane stand, or are you liking the wheel?
0: I'm kind of digging the way it is. All right, it looks really spicy. dude.
1: All right, cool. And let's let's get this going. Let's let's count up what is on the wheel for y'all at home. So we have we have four out of these 14 wedges that say the disney song bracket what are the odds that's not gonna land on one of these four that's in one corner um it's 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 very possible but we'll see we also have two wedges for prayer and fasting and i do like talking about prayer and fasting so i guess i guess it's worth keeping two for now then we have the dj dan songs where dj dan will tell you the best songs for your wedding Amen. Then we have the Bible character bracket, where we will go through a bracket of Bible characters. Oh, yeah. Then we have Zach's sequel choice, where I will choose to do a sequel of anything that we've done in the past. And then we have Dan's sequel choice, where Dan will choose to do a sequel of anything that we've done in the past. Then we have Fun, where we'll talk about the Apocrypha. For fun. For fun. <laughs> then we have where we write a song on the podcast, live. And you'll enjoy it, hopefully. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Then we have David's Choice, where David Novak, our first little goal cool of all time, finally comes back. Yay! And chooses what we talk about, because he's awesome. And then we have Zach Works Out, where I... Work out. Exactly. For a week. <laughs> for a whole week, in any way that Dan or Will chooses. Yes! So, that'll be interesting. So those are our options. Um, we both have respins. We both have replaces, but I think we decided we're not going to use them. So, and we also both have vetoes. So really, our respins spins are only as powerful as the other person's veto at the moment. But but anyways, uh, Dan, you want to spin? Or do you want me to do it? I'd love to spin. All right, Dan. What is going to be happening next Friday? You got to put the middle back on this bad boy. Oh, yeah. We got to put the middle on. Where's the middle? Where's right the here, middle? It's right here. Okay. All right. We got to... Okay, the, the wheel is equipped with the spin to win. Yep. If, now, if I didn't say spin to win, I wouldn't think that I could win. No, I think you're going to win. You're going to get what you want, what you desire. What's it gonna be? Is it gonna be uh, the four chance Disney song bracket? Jeopardy,
2: jeopardy, 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 jeopardy. (laughs) Come on, baby. Come on, baby. The Bible Bible character. character You know what? You know what? You know what? When you put that on
1: the wheel, I was just like, maybe it's time.
2: Maybe it's time.
1: All right, that's it then. Bible character
0: bracket. Next, the wheel has chosen.
2: I'm actually kind of in on this. I'm pretty
0: psyched. Dude, I put it on, and I was like, "This feels." Good. I'm
1: excited to talk about the Bible characters. Like, be like, you know, who's the best? Who is the best? And obviously, Jesus isn't allowed to be on the bracket because that would he just can't be, be on the obvious. bracket. It's broken. Yeah, Jesus is not Jesus allowed on the win. bracket. But like, who is the best Bible character besides Jesus? Like, that is a really good question. I am psyched. Okay, I'm excited. This is gonna be a good episode. Next Friday, Bible character bracket. We'll obviously have a guest tournaments. We have to have a guest because of we gotta. You gotta we have, have third that opinion. third vote you gotta can't you, can't you can't win with two votes you gotta have three oh. and we'll also probably have some superpower like a hippo or like a you know some kind of way to to smash you know like there's got there's always gotta be that like upsetter option <laughs> so so I'm ah. sure we'll have something ah. uh, something that can upset the heart of the votes if you're like really passionate about a character but there you go that'll be next week so just to give you guys a re- recap of what's coming soon we have on Tuesday. The newly we- Newlywed Game is finally happening. I have to do my research and start watching the Newlywed Game to come up with some questions. <laughs> and then uh, then we will have, on Friday, the Bible Character Bracket. And then, finally, we will end it all off with, on uh, next Tuesday, I'll do another Stories Behind Songs, From Him and For Him edition. Ooh, so I like it. There you go. And that's what you can expect. Dan, do you have any shout-outs or plugs before we end the episode? Hey if you forgot my phone number it's 2600 call, it's
2: a 2600 <laughs> number it's a 271 2600.
0: 2600 call me if you want
1: to talk or if you want me to DJ something or if you're bored Exactly. He's got a good number. His voicemail. He he even talks about his business in his voicemail. I changed it up. I know. Time. I missed your old voicemail though. But I'm but, sorry. but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I like the twenty six hundred. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. And then for me, I don't really think there's any crazy plugs. I mean, on Tuesday before the newly Wed game, we're gonna have a Bible study. If you don't have a Bible study home, come and and join us at Bible study. Otherwise, uh, yeah. Also, give me money because I'm going to YWAM and I need money <laughs> to <Yes>. get there. <laughs> so if you have some money, give Zach your let me know. money. And bless I, him on his way. Exactly, but only if only if the Lord leads. So there you go. Um, so I think that's about it. Um, you can help us out with Dan's business or my upcoming trip to YWAM if you want. But if you don't want, then just tune in next time. And until then, keep, keep the, the fire burning. burning.